This is Jan Swift, and you're listening to Nourish Your Health at Every Age. The choices we make every day impact our health for the good or the bad. This podcast series will feature guests who will share the latest information on how people of all ages may achieve optimal health and wellness. We tape in the offices of Raider Solutions, which offers a complete fleet of IT solutions for businesses of all sizes. Raider's motto is, you just want it to work, we understand. If you're wondering if Raider can help your business, visit RaiderSolutions.com. We're also grateful for the support of Dr. Kelly Cobb and Narish Medspa. Dr. Cobb offers a holistic approach to achieving health and wellness. A board-certified internal medicine physician, Dr. Cobb is also certified in age management medicine and has extensive experience in treating women's health issues. For more information, please visit NarishMedspa.com. Bradley Cruz, Chair of Healthy Acadiana, is our guest today. Healthy Acadiana's mission is to build a healthier Acadiana by providing improved social, economic, and physical environmental factors that contribute to a healthier mind, body, and spirit for its residents. Bradley previously served as Director of Health and Wellness for the Lafayette Parish School System. A registered nurse, Bradley also has a Master's in Healthcare Management. Welcome to Nourish Your Health at Every Age, Bradley. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm a a recent volunteer with Healthy Acadiana, and I'm really inspired by the variety of people you have that have signed on to the mission of building health awareness and helping people that may not have access to healthy options or know how to exercise. So I thought it'd be really good for this podcast where we're sharing you know, the latest um, information on how to achieve optimal health, for you to talk about this this groundswell of support, like a grassroots effort to help others. So why don't you talk about how you got involved in this? Well, I appreciate it. And, and it really did start when I was working with the school system and recognized that uh, at the time, nearly half of our middle school students had tested overweight or obese. Oh, my gosh. And n- realizing that in the next five or ten years, these were mm-hmm. going to be adults who were then going to be contributing to the overweight and obese population here in mm-hmm. Lafayette. Um, in Acadiana, it's actually a little worse as we, we go outside of the Lafayette uh, Parish. And so at that time, uh, the idea of forming Healthy Acadiana uh, came about, and uh, just through different business aspects, it wasn't the right timing for me. And uh, a few years ago, partnered with Woman's Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, who helped sponsors Healthy Acadiana. And uh, Amy Broussard, the executive director there, said, yes, this is a time we, we need to start moving the needle in a sense, because some of the disparate uh, efforts that we had weren't uh, making uh, those improvements in our community. And so Healthy Acadiana is really to bring together those businesses and organizations that have like minds or like opportunities or maybe like programs and get that information out, that awareness, that education. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, you think of the Chamber of Commerce when you're looking at economic development, well, when you want to look at health improvement, that's where we'd want uh, individuals and organizations to turn to Healthy Acadiana. Right. I was looking at the list. I mean, you've got everyone from, you know, starting with Acadian Ambulance, just going alphabetically. Medically, the Cancer Society, you've got um, Cardiovascular Institute of the South, you've got so many groups, uh, Tobacco Free Living um, Initiative, just so many people that care about our health outcomes. And yet here we are, you know, having to work on this. It's a big job. And in, in Healthy Kitty, I think one of my 
proudest aspects is that we have a great diverse group mm-hmm. of businesses and organizations who are engaged members. These aren't just people who said, yeah, we'll be there and right. show up to a meeting every now and then. Um, but it's small businesses, independently owned entrepreneurs, uh, as well as as far as Stellar that has 1,200 right. employees. So mm-hmm. it's healthcare related businesses and organizations and non-healthcare related. Uh, and when we look at the community's health, uh, all those community members are employees of all these businesses and organizations. So it's a win-win for both. So as we can improve the health of our community, we then improve the health of the employees. Right. What are some of the -the on-the-ground activities um, that Healthy Acadiana has done in the past year? You can share some of that. So we've broken up into three task forces, if you will. We look at uh, physical activities, which is uh, creating more opportunities for those physical activities in the community. Uh, Healthy Kids Running Series Mm -hmm. is a new series that we started last year and just finished up our third series uh, this past weekend where literally hundreds of children uh, are are being introduced to physical activity outdoors and and running Mm -hmm. and and it's great to see as little as four-year-olds all the way up to eighth graders all participating in these physical Mm -hmm. activities and the families coming together. And who was organizing that part? Was that Nanette Cook? Nanette Cook Uh uh, organized that and Healthy Kids Running Series is a program, Mm -hmm. a national program that we brought here to Lafayette. And then uh, we were able to get some sponsorships and additional dollars that we were given back to the community to select schools in Lafayette Parish to help them improve their physical activities uh, in in their schools. And so um, we've also uh, worked with uh, DLU, the Downtown um, Lafayette Unlimited, where we did some uh, physical activities in conjunction with their movies in the park. Uh, Healthy Acadiana did that last year. And then we had an organization, Stretch and Grow, which picked that up Mm -hmm. for this series, uh, this fall series. So uh, it's not that Healthy Kittyana wants to own these programs, just get the information, the education and introduce it. And then someone else picked that up and, and run with the ball and stretch and grow Get, right. did that. Um, the second uh, thing that we look at is um, healthy eating. So how can we increase access to healthy food choices? It's not that uh, we want to uh, change the culture. Our culture is so ingrained in our food uh, and our activities. But what are those healthy options for individuals mm-hmm. who are trying to lead a healthier lifestyle? So, uh, you know, I've had jambalaya with brown rice and mm-hmm. low salt, and it's delicious. And, and uh, with uh, turkey sausage and sure there's a little bit of difference but that's a way I can still have my jambalaya and have a healthier option and so um, you know we're in the middle of our healthy food drive with Healthy Acadiana where um, businesses and organizations are collecting healthy food options and and our kind of slogan there with um, Eat Fit Acadiana is if we know better we can give better and so if we understand how the food impacts our both our physical health and our emotional well-being then perhaps we can donate healthier food options. And and we're in the middle of that food drive. It'll end this weekend. Um, But uh, dozens of businesses are collecting those healthy foods mm-hmm. as opposed to, let me see what's expiring in the back of my pantry and give that. They're consciously uh, right. donating those healthier food options. And the third thing we look at is um, what we call systems, policies, and environment. So how can we create the environment to help those first two task forces be successful? And so whether it was partnering with TFL, Tobacco Free Living, and the um, tobacco ordinance that was passed mm-hmm. earlier, um, or it was uh, the education in 
the parking day that they did downtown or podcasts such as this mm -hmm. to get the information and education out to the community. So right. um, it's just really how do we spread that word, provide that education, the information, perhaps start a program that others pick up and then see those efforts grow. Mm -hmm. You were mentioning before we started taping um, that Lafayette's actually pretty well situated as far as our health outcomes, but Acadiana, not so much. But I think we all know that Louisiana overall continues to rank at the bottom of health. I mean... What's the deal with us? You know, what's your take on that? Well, uh, we we follow the Robert Wood Johnson's community mm -hmm. health ranking, so that's the gold standard, if you will, in the industry. And yeah, Lafayette ranks fourth or eighth, mm -hmm. depending on which aspect you're looking at. Statewide, uh, yes, mm -hmm. uh, statewide, but in national compared to other cities uh, are similar size or not. Um, we're dropping down into the 130s or 150s. So uh, when we look at the uh, impact this has on the economy is, you know, when businesses are looking to expand or locate here and they see that, oh, in Lafayette, uh, one of the health rankings is uh, poor or fair health days. Uh, when you see that uh, Lafayette residents have four of those per 30 days, meaning that they don't feel healthy physically in four out of those 30 days. Huh. And then I can look at um, communities in South Carolina where that number is two. Mm -hmm. They can start extrapolating and say, that's going to cost me more money for employee sick days to relocate or expand in Lafayette. We might want to start looking elsewhere. So um, that's why we've got those businesses such as Acadian Ambulance, Lafayette mm -hmm. General, Lords, uh, Stuller that have this huge employee base that are trying to keep those employees mm -hmm. healthy and, and by way of keeping the community healthy. So um, fourth is a ranking uh, in the state, but when you're fourth out of the worst state in America, it's really not that great, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like being the winner of the loser's bracket. You know, uh, <laughs> with that kind of sports analogy, if you will. But um, we have the opportunity uh, to make those simple changes. And if we can start, um, you know, Lafayette Parish School System is engaged with us and, and vice versa mm -hmm. and, and the early childhood aspect. And so we've partnered um, with them and, and some of that education and information and, and getting those messaging out. So if we can start in early childhood, mm -hmm. by the time next 15 years when they're in the workforce, then we've got a healthier right. workforce. So do kids, I should know this, but is there still PE in the public school system? How does that work? There is a, a state requirement mm -hmm. that they have uh, that physical education and physical activity um, in throughout the school day. So that could be PE, that could be recess, it could be um, uh, an activity during the day. So there is that state mandate. Um, but as you get to high school, you get some exemptions. So there's oh. exemptions for sports or band or mm -hmm. other physical activities that, that the students are doing. Um, and then in high school, I don't remember, it's, I think it's a credit and a half that they have to have maybe two credits of um, PE as well as health education. Okay. But in elementary schools, um, there is that state requirement. Um, but then the challenges are there as we have those hot and humid days or those yeah. rainy days. And how can we keep those children physically yeah. active throughout the day? I just remember growing up, and I don't know about you, Bradley, but we were always, we had to do PE. We had to wear those little outfits. And, you know, we learned everything from archery to golf to dodgeball. And, I mean, we were active. We did tumbling. And it's not quite like that anymore, is it? No, it's um, it, didn't matter it, it is a little more was. challenging, <laughs> certainly with uh, the restrictions that schools have yeah. and, and the demands um, on the educational component. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the school I grew up with, uh, K through eighth grade, 
had no grass. We played on asphalt. Yeah, I mean, uh, and so it that didn't wasn't you know? that wasn't a deterrent at all. <laughs> um, but you know, schools I believe in Lafayette Parish are doing the best they can mm-hmm. with with the uh, circumstances that they have. Uh, but the research shows that uh, a healthier student is. Has a direct the health of a student has a direct impact on their uh, academic outcomes, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So uh, academic outcomes, the more I know, the more I, I'm aware, the more healthier choices I'm going to make. So it really is important that those children, whether at school or at home, are getting that physical activity because then it energizes their brain and, and helps them learn more. Mm-hmm. You're so passionate about this. I mean, if people could see your face, um, you love what you do. And I know you want us to make healthier choices. How do we, I know this is your goal with Healthy Acadiana, but how do you get this message into families that, let's say, don't work at Stoller or a family maybe where they live in a food desert, where by that I mean there's no grocery store with healthy mm-hmm. options by them. They may not have dependable transportation. How do, how do you make a difference, you know, in getting this message out about the importance of movement in healthy foods. So for me, it's it's one family at a time. So whether it was the initiative of Parking Day, which happened to be uh, downtown during a Downtown Alive, and we were able to meet with some of those families and uh, just simply talk about uh, doing hopscotch and, mm-hmm. and jump rope that you don't need special equipment. You don't need a gym membership. These are things we can do at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be physically active during the commercials uh, as a family while we're watching television. So I don't want to change the lifestyle in, in, in that we have here in Acadiana, but we can go to um, a Downtown Alive or go to movies in the park or go to other activities that are across the community and just have those healthier choices. So for me, it starts at one family at a time in the education and the information mm-hmm. that um, it, it really is some simple things uh, back to the basics um, sure it might be changing a little bit on the way we cook uh, instead of putting the rice uh, the salt in with the rice when I cook it maybe I can wait till afterwards and see how does it taste do I need to add that salt mm-hmm. afterwards and then we just start making little simple changes like that and, and maybe change from white rice to brown rice mm-hmm. um, and, and those types of things right so. I know with the food drive that's currently um, going on we're taping this at the end of October and this podcast Bradley probably won't air for a few weeks but um, for anybody that wants to give to food banks in our area um, it, this is like a real shift in what am I going to give? Because, you know, I think people think about buying mac and cheese and simple things that they think people will eat. But in fact, if you can go through some of the things you're recommending, it's a real shift in what will I purchase um, to, to give? It really is. And, and the light bulb went off for me where I was at a uh, an event and one of the organization was asking for food and they, in a sense, said, we don't care what you get, just give. You know, we're looking for ramen noodles and mac and cheese. And I thought mm-hmm. we can do better than that as a community. So as leaders of our businesses and organizations, we have to ask for the right thing. Um, it's not about just giving me anything. It's about giving me quality as opposed mm-hmm. to quantity. And so... Um, whether you're able to give during this food drive or the food drives that will start to happen um, after Thanksgiving and around Christmas, you can um, download the Eat Fit app and Eat Fit, uh, Eat Fit Acadiana has an entire listing of those healthier options. So instead of buying a 
can still buy the can of vegetables, but maybe I'll buy it with a low salt. Uh, I can buy the can of fruit, but in water instead of the heavy syrup. So I'm limiting salt and then I'm limiting the, the sugar. sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, I can buy the five pound bag of brown rice as opposed to the white rice. So it's just, again, if we know better, we can do better. And then we can help those less fortunate in our community. They should have the same opportunity to lead a healthier lifestyle as well. And, and our Food drives are going to the community, the college uh, campuses, UL, right. as well as SLCC. So we want to change that thinking uh, to those students when they come in and grab something that, oh, I can grab this healthy option. Wow, that really does taste good. It maybe be might be an introduction to a healthier food as opposed to ramen noodles or a can of raviolis oh, or something. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I saw one that was pop tarts. Well, maybe oh. I can give rice cakes that are just as, as flavorful. Um, just as expensive, but a tremendously uh, better benefit on the health side. I just saw that online somewhere. People were saying we need to give, you know, foods running low at the food bank. And it was like the list was things like that. Not not your site, but yep. Pop-Tarts. And I thought, no, I mean, I know they're delicious, but there's nothing I can look at fruit that. bars, or I can look at granola bars, um, or I can even look at the rice cakes um, and, and get a much better health benefit out of it for the same cost. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in many instances, w w through Women's Foundation, we, we teach a class called Kids on the Go, where we where we uh, teach the uh, healthier options or a healthier lifestyle to parents and their children. And it's people have the misconception that it's expensive to eat healthy uh, but I'll tell them you, you can go get a pound of grapes for a buck 99 and you can't even get a candy bar in some instances for two dollars and so I've got this pound of grapes that'll last me for several days or this mm -hmm. candy bar that I'm going to consume right now and so it really is not uh, more expensive to eat healthy we just have to have that understanding and that knowledge and then apply that when we go to the grocery store and, and plan ahead for yeah. some people that maybe not, not have a car or something. I know exactly. Have to plan ahead. Planning ahead. And, and again, uh, that Eat Fit Acadiana app is so easy to utilize. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll tell us uh, what stores have those healthier options. Right. You know, as um, Walmart and others are starting that home delivery, that's really going to be a game changer, isn't it? For people that want to try to shop smart and make some healthy choices. It can Absolutely. be brought to them. Yeah, they'll, they'll have it brought to them. I, you know, for me, it's for those individuals who can't get out and, and mm -hmm. um, have that limited mobility to get out or may not live in a safe neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so they're having those, um, that food delivered to them. But now they can have the choices, too, uh, of leading those, right. buying those healthier options. Right. So you're focused on, I guess, the mind, body, and spirit. I love that, uh, that you want everybody to, to just be healthier. And this podcast is also focused on achieving optimal health. So how can we tie our two messages together? Like I want people to listen to this podcast and be inspired. And by meeting with people like you, Bradley Cruz, you know, I think you can bring this message into to groups. I mean, are you giving talks to different groups? Do you go visit with Kiwanis and try to get people all fired up. I, I do, and uh, I'm la laughing now, but yes, I, I do, and that's um, because I am passionate about the message, and uh, you know, whether it's through one Acadiana or 
DDA or Kiwanis or those other organizations to bring that messaging to. And, and I focus a lot on businesses and organizations because then I can have the greater impact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, Raider Solutions that has uh, dozens of employees, if we can bring that message, now we're impacting dozens of individuals as opposed to one person at a tense meeting. Um, you know, I think one of the gold standards is Stellar. They, they've got healthier options, even in the vending machines. Mm-hmm. And for them, it was uh, as simple as A, putting fruit and vegetables into the vending machine, and then B, they moved them from the bottom to the middle at eye level, and they saw an increase in sales just from moving it from the bottom to the the middle. So that was just a simple awareness. Right. Uh, And I was actually in a a gas station, I guess you could say, and they had uh, apples and bananas and oranges in baskets at the register. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Major change, too. Yes, it is, from from all candy bars to having, Mm -hmm. again, it's just the options. How can we provide those options to individuals? And so um, when we're looking at it, whether it's, um, as you talk to mind, body, and spirit, uh, so the health rankings look at two aspects, which are health factors and then health outcomes. And those health health outcomes are really boil down to the quality of life and our length of life. So mm-hmm. how long are we going to live and how well are we going to live during that lifetime? Right. And so that's what we try to, the health factors are, are the influencing on the quantity and quality of our life. And so we focus on those health factors so that we can lead a, a healthier life and have a longer life. Because if we're not healthy and we're stuck inside our quality of life is not there. So for me, the passion comes from how can we improve those health factors so everyone can lead a healthier life uh, and a longer life. Do you have like a top two or three recommendations that people could follow to improve their health? Are there just some simple things that most of us could do to, to feel better? Uh, two things, and it boils down to physical activity and healthier food choices. Number one is get up and move. In that may seem difficult, but it's really not. I can take the stairs instead of taking the elevator. Uh, I can park four or five more spots further out. Um, I can walk around the, the neighborhood. We can have walking meetings. Woman's Foundation mm-hmm. uh, has walking meetings uh, outside. Uh, the other day I was uh, had a, a walking meeting when we were downtown. So what are those options? Um, I know Stellar has some walking meetings their hallway is almost a third of a mile, so they'll walk down the hallway. Uh, so if it's wow. inclement weather outside, That's a big building, yeah. So how can we just incorporate mm-hmm. physical activity, whether it's playing with the dog or, or chasing the kids around outside, or, or the those earth kind of, gym, yes. cutting the grass, washing your own car, yep. all these things. So. Uh, and it's so easy. And as the fall weather gets nicer and nicer, um, you know, we were talking about UL uh, tailgating earlier. I live about a mile from from UL, and I walk or ride my bike to the games as opposed to fighting to find a a parking spot and so just really so that number one is physical activity just adding more minutes we should have 60 minutes a day of physical activity and it's really not that difficult to add that in Mm -hmm. when we're at work we can do that we can again take the stairs we can do some little basic exercises at our desk um, to get the blood flowing throughout our body Uh, but anyway we can increase those physical activity minutes and second is being really conscious of the food that we're putting in our body it's our own body we only get this one that we have um, and so how can we keep it healthy and that's limiting our salt limiting our sugar um, and then those carbs so you don't need a fitbit you don't need a tracker you don't need a carb calorie counter those kind of things just need that consciousness and awareness of it that when i'm going to buy 
um, if I if I not buying fresh fruit and vegetables, which is the, the gold standard, buying those canned goods that are in low salt mm-hmm. or, or packaged in water as opposed to heavy syrup. I'm not changing anything. I'm not changing the cost. I'm still buying the same canned items. Now I'm just a little more conscious right. of what I'm buying. But, but uh, fresh fruits and vegetables are really the way to go. And there's such a plethora of, of opportunities that we have out there um, in, in the grocery stores that we have. But you mentioned earlier that some in the community don't have that opportunity, a food desert where there's not a grocery store that provides fresh Mm -hmm. produce within a mile. And that's a challenge for individuals who are on a fixed income, have limited transportation Mm -hmm. options. Uh, And and so uh, I'm personally trying to uh, help with that um, in that downtown market. But um, the two things to answer your question are increasing physical activity throughout the day and then um, being conscious and just making healthier food right. choices. Let's go ahead and bring up your new market that I think is projected for 2020, uh, the Handy Stop Marketing Cafe for people that don't live in Lafayette. We have kind of a, a downtown that's really starting to grow, and there isn't currently a market with fresh foods right and so you're, you're this is your plan yeah so I grew up in the grocery store business so it's kind of in my blood if you will and uh, having that knowledge now of of those healthier food options how can I uh, mm-hmm. help with that and when I made the announcement earlier this year one of the things that really caught me off guard was a, a Facebook post by a mom who tagged another mom and in summary she said now we can put the kids in the wagon and walk across the thruway to get our groceries Mm -hmm. and realizing that families on the north side of town upper lafayette don't even have access uh, that six blocks away crossing the throughway to a small grocery store market was their closest option Uh, even before walmart closed because i'm still closer to them than walmart was but in addition to walmart closing they just have such limited access Mm -hmm. And so now when you're on a fixed income, you don't have the transportation options that the rest of us have. How can we help them with that? And so um, I'm not a health food store. I'm just a grocery store and market where we can provide healthier options. So that fresh produce, those fresh salads, um, those healthier options on the proteins like salmon and tuna and, and shrimp mm-hmm. uh, and lean meat. Um, and then we're going to look at uh, doing um, some of those classes and inf- informational sessions and educational sessions to let the community know, here's how you can uh, prepare those foods or cook those foods or or, or purchase those foods a little more healthier. So that's gonna be downtown on Jefferson Street at the corner of uh, Congress. Yeah, Jefferson and Congress, um, downtown, uh, right there, um, 444 Jefferson is the address. But, you know, it's, it's not just for those individuals who live or work downtown. For blocks, we are the would be the uh, only option that has the fresh produce. So, individuals who work downtown, you know, it's about five thousand, seven thousand individuals mm-hmm. who work downtown, or those folks who are downtown on a Sunday morning attending their services. It'll be a really easy option uh, for them to come get their fresh produce yeah. or their groceries and um, drive through, pick it up and just continue right. on about their day. I love in other downtowns, like when you go to Chicago or New York City or whatever, you know, the little markets mm-hmm. where you can stop and get food and sandwiches and maybe flowers. I don't know if you're going to do all that. I, I will have all of the above. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. Now but It's just fun. It's like you can walk yeah. and then go to the park, and it's just a really cool thing. So. And, and it's even a challenge if you're walking downtown 
you know, let's say you're walking from one end of Jefferson to the other, going to a meeting from work or, or something, it's even hard to find just a bottle of water right. uh, that you can get. Do you want to go into a bar in the middle of the day in your work clothes with your ID on and everything? Uh, well, some may. I don't know. Right. You know, so it's just um, a, a challenge to, to right. even get some of those things. But, right. you know, for the community more so, those individuals who are looking at moving downtown and existing families who are in that perimeter around the Thruway and, and Congress Street, that'll just be an easy option for them to walk across mm-hmm. the street, um, grab their groceries, uh, you know, go to lunch, um, go in the park, the new uh, physical activity structure outside the Children's Museum, uh, which is great. And that was through the Kiwanis Club. So uh, it's free to the public so they can grab a healthier lunch, come walk over and play, Mm -hmm. or they can play and come grab a healthier snack afterwards. So uh, that's how we're increasing uh, those opportunities as we partner with different organizations. Well, best of success on that, the Handy Stop Market. I can't wait to, and Cafe, I can't wait to see that open. Thank you very much. Yeah. And one last thing I wanted to touch on, and we'll be turning over to Jason Sikor in a minute with uh, Raider Solutions. We had talked about, you know, the underlying premise of a lot of our culture is party, party, party. And, uh, you know, especially in Acadiana, it seems like there's year round, which is wonderful, but festivals and we've got, you know, Mardi Gras, we've got um, so many things that people, it all kind of revolves around eating and, and unfortunately drinking a lot, you know, is, is some of that part of your message about tempering how we make our choices do you, do you mind discussing that it, it's not a, a direct conscious aspect of it but as we live healthier lifestyles we start shying away from that risky behavior uh, and you know looking at the uh, county health rankings by robert wood johnson's 20 um, percent of our popula- adult population has excessive drinking uh, which compared to nationally which is about half of that and so again when businesses are looking to relocate or expand in, in lafayette they're looking at those same exact uh, indicators and say wow we've got a drinking problem here in, in that community or a potential drinking problem uh, and then alcohol impaired deaths are uh, where um, more than twice that of the national average. And so uh, as we look to lead those healthier lifestyles, we're engaging less and less in those health, those um, risky behaviors. And so the messaging is not direct about alcohol drinking, but how can we provide those healthier options mm-hmm. to individuals, uh, whether it's at a fair or a festival or downtown or, or, or any of those uh, things, rhythms or, or, mm-hmm. or um, sugar jam, any of those outdoor activities, how can we just have some um, just healthier options and it doesn't have to be focused on alcohol? Right, because the really great thing about our culture is, uh, to me, it's not the food or the drinking, but it's the, the love of life that people have, the family you know, the love of friends. And Certainly so, that joie de vie that we yeah. have, and, and that goes directly back to the quality of life. So mm-hmm. we're trying to extend that lifetime and then have a greater quality of life for those individuals. Right, right. Well, again, like I mentioned, we're here with Jason Sikora. Thank you so much for taping oh, our podcast. And I know you've have, so interesting. you have a few questions. Yeah, uh, I'm going to jump around here a little bit. Uh, first of all, What's the website that people could get more information? So it is a Facebook page. We currently don't okay. have a, a website at this time, um, but it is our Healthy Acadiana is the Facebook page. Um, we are, are in the process of applying for several grants to get the funding uh, for that website. Okay, excellent. And, and if people want to get a hold of you, 
can they go through the Facebook page? The Facebook page or HealthyAcadiana at gmail.com is the email address. So HealthyAcadiana at gmail.com. Okay, excellent. Um, boy, where, where do I start? Um, foods or ingredients that everybody should stay away from? <laughs> uh, stay away from. So you want to, um, it's all in moderation, right? So, you know, you people say, Bradley, you're so healthy. I eat cake. Um, I had a piece of pie last night with my daughter. It's just all in moderation. So really want to stay away from those fried foods. Um, uh, it, it, it can be more grease, more fat, um, and, and those kind of things. And then look at your carbs, because your carbs are going to turn into sugar. So I think those two, if you were staying away from anything, uh, it would be fried foods and um, foods heavy in carbs or sugars. Okay. And then obviously salt and sugar. Yeah. yeah, your Salt uh, goes along with that as well. Um, but it's just not, you have to eliminate it. It's, again, all in moderation. Gotcha. Um, and then what should we be eating? I mean, what's something that everybody should have like once a day or once a week or, you know, there's an easy mnemonic uh, that I picked up on five, two, one, oh, so five servings of uh, fresh fruits and vegetables a day. Okay. So in, in, in no strawberry pop tarts is not uh, a fruit. Okay. <laughs> Skittles. So, yeah. So five servings of fresh fruits and vegetables a day. And then um, the two is two hours or less of screen time. The screen time is that sedentary time outside of work that I'm just sitting down doing nothing, watching TV on the iPad, oh, okay. you know, um, hmm. those kind of things. The one is for one hour of physical activity, and then the zero is no sugary drinks. So I can have uh, tea. I drink a lot of tea, but no sugar in it. I can have my coffee without um, the, the creamer or the or the sugar in it. Um, water or those substitutes uh, such as that. So um, if you ask me, what should we all drink? We should eat. We should all be eating at least five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Okay. I, one of my questions that I didn't write down, but I was going to, was: Are you a coffee guy or a tea guy? I'm a tea guy. I actually don't drink coffee at all. Okay. And it's odd growing up in New Orleans, yeah. uh, growing up in a grocery store and opening a grocery store. Uh, I, I don't drink coffee, um, but uh, a, a tea guy. Very much tea, green, hot or cold. Green tea. Or green tea, matter? yellow, blue, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I've got my uh, Earl Grey back here. so Yeah, yeah I, I do like the tea. And, and another point just to mention on the fruits and vegetables, it doesn't always have to be fresh. Um, I can get them canned, which just has as many health benefits as the fresh or frozen. frozen so, yeah. so if I'm on a fixed income and I don't want the fruit to spoil or expire or go bad, I can buy those canned again, canned in water as opposed to syrup or buy them mm -hmm. frozen. And now I've got the longevity and the price comparison is about the same. Aren't the frozen really sometimes a lot better than fresh? Because it's, it's frozen immediately. Yeah. Upon in today's um, environment, they're fresh, fro they're mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What flash, I call fr uh, flash frozen. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, and so they're frozen right after they're picked mm -hmm. and then shipped. Um, as long as they're not frozen with additional sugars right. um, or syrup. Yeah, and it's great. You pop those in um, in your um, smoothie or make your own smoothies at home. Uh, one of the things a colleague just told me about is taking grapes and putting them in the freezer. Oh, it's delicious. And then, I was like, and bananas. Ne never thought of that. It's like ice so, cream. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, again, I didn't have this question, but uh, when it comes to frozen vegetables, is there a way that we should be preparing them or should not be preparing them? Like, is it better to boil them or can I put them in, in my air fryer? 
Oh, that's a question that's a little outside my purview, but I'd okay. have to say um, if we're boiling them, uh, we're going to lose some of those nutrients. Yeah. Um, but so the air fryer, I'm not really familiar with those, but I, it's a convection oven, basically. Yeah. yeah and that's a oh. much better option um, than than regular frying. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but boiling will tend have a tendency to you'll lose the uh, nutri- mm-hmm. nutrients um, okay. off of that. So, but if you can steam them, it's great. Steamed vegetables are fantastic. Those oh, yeah. bags at Walmart. I know all the stores have oh, like yeah, a dollar. Yeah. You can get yep. like big servings of broccoli yeah. and corn. And I feel like a geek, but I just feel so happy when I can get all my vegetables for a dollar a pop. Yeah. You know? And then it's just microwaves. I don't know what the microwave's a bad situation, but I know it steams it quickly and then it's done. So. Yeah. Um, I, so I was going to ask you about physical activity, but I think you talked about it really well. Um, I'm lucky in that I have two yellow labs that demand mm-hmm. several mile walk every night. So just getting out for 30 minutes and walking. And then obviously, you know, we have our chickens and our fish. And so yeah. there's all sorts of walking around, <laughs> taking care of animals. And um, so yeah, just getting up and moving, um, I think, is very important. But to expand on that, um, there were some businesses here a few years ago where you'd walk outside and you'd see them walking around the parking lot, like mm-hmm. a group of five or six. And I thought that was really cool that they would do that and just get out and walk. So Raider Solutions, were a bunch of desk jockeys over here, right? I see that. So are there, are there any rules to follow for getting up and moving? Like I try to get up at least 10 minutes every hour and just walk around. Um, but we, we've had debates about what kind of rules there actually are. Uh, there's no hard and fast rules. You know, the hard and fast rule is the 60 minutes a day, uh, and that's what the research focuses on. But if every hour you can get up and, and at least stand. So if your business can't afford a uh, desk that elevates, I've been to businesses where they bought crates at the dollar store for a couple bucks and propped the monitors on there so they could then just stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's that simple physical activity of, of movement and getting up and down. Uh, I heard you guys earlier talking about you were doing some push-ups and sit-ups and having those challenges. Yep. It's fantastic. We're, you know, humans are very competitive uh, individuals. So how can we um, do some of those things and reward the employees might be a parking spot, might be a green uh, blue jean day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cost the the business um, anything to do that. Uh, and then we get the benefit of uh, a healthier workforce. You know, um, there are free um, tobacco cessation programs through, through the state where they can get that. And I would recommend WellAheadLA.com. WellAheadLA.com. Uh, it's through the Office of Public Health. Uh, has a lot of resources for businesses and organizations. And there's a link to it um, on uh, our Facebook page as well. They can get more information or they can email me for that. But uh, businesses and organizations, our largest um, expense is our employees. So as we can mm-hmm. keep those employees healthier and the, as the things we just talked about, the simple options are there. You know, can we get up and, and stand at our desk? Can we walk and take the stairs? Uh, I know one business in town, they're a two-story building, and they require you to take the stairs unless you have a uh, physical disability oh, really? or a medical problem that does not allow you to walk up the stairs because they understand the, the value of having those individuals right. getting that physical activity. So just those simple things. Doesn't cost the business anything. You don't mm-hmm. need special equipment. Um, and then as the leader of that business drives that, the rest will follow. You know, how can we have those walking meetings that we talked about um, how can we get up and move around? I saw the you know you guys have a lot of fresh fruit in the kitchen and things mm-hmm. of that nature. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, um, and then I just I guess I just want to make a comment, and that is for 
all of everybody who sits at a desk all day behind computer screens, um, first of all, keep in mind the position of your monitors so that you're horizontal, and then keep your vision in mind. You, you might need you know the yellow glasses that block out the blue, or you might need to adjust your 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 monitor color just because I think that's part of being healthy is also keeping track of making sure your eyes are working properly and you're not ruining them. Yeah, it's it's all goes back to that awareness and that education. And the more we know, the more we can make those more informed yeah, decisions. Those are good um, suggestions. Yeah. Though. Sometimes I think I forget to blink. You know, if you're looking at the computer and you just get into something and yep. you yeah. realize it, it really tires you out. And if you're, if you're seated at a desk for um, a lot of um, jobs or associated with uh, sedentary um, work life, then, you know, you can Google simple exercises to do. Um, there's chair squats and, you know, push-ups against the wall and just different exercises you can do to get those couple minutes in uh, between um, in between those uh, minutes. I've, I've got the uh, the bike pedals under my desk. Oh, so okay. yeah, every now and then just start, hmm. start yeah, going away. Well, anyway, thank you for being here. Yeah. This has been fantastic. I've learned a lot. Um, and yeah, and come back sometime. Well, I appreciate it. And, and as those health rankings improve, I'll be happy to come back and, and talk about those. Let's move that needle. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, with Healthy Acadiana, that's uh, our, is our mission is to do that in uh, any way we can, one employee, one individual at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bradley Cruz, thank you so much for coming to talk um, on Nourish Your Health at Every Age about Healthy Acadiana. Best wishes again on your new market that's going to open downtown next year. And uh, I want to thank Jason Sikora and Raider yeah, Solutions you. for making this show possible. And also also the support of Dr. Kelly Cobb and Narish Med Spa. And for those of you listening to our new podcast, thank you so much. Please share word about the podcast. You can go to the website, nourishyourhealth.life. And this is also available on iTunes, um, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get Nourish Your Health at every age. So on behalf of our podcast, this is Jan Swift. Thank you. Thank you.